Wait, I have cheese in my mouth. Hold on. Why does that say do not research? That's a well-known thing that's not that weird. I'm live. Hi. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Kange Stray Dogs podcast. Uh, we've been we've been gone for a while, for quite a bit actually, uh, but we're back and we're back with some uh, some kids uh, media conglomerates. I'd say some of the most some of those powerful companies in the world, to be honest. Yeah, Disney especially. Disney especially. I'll say arguably the most powerful, depending on how you want to spin it. I mean, no. I mean, what can't Disney do? To be honest, I mean, we'll get into it. They could pretty much do anything they fucking want, and they could cover it up. Right. I, I mean, is Disney isn't all bad? Of course, no. You no. know, they have some of those beloved movies and shows. In American history, literally all of American history. I mean, all around the world, if you ask somebody who Mickey Mouse was, they would know who Mickey Mouse is. Yeah. But that's what literally. makes him dangerous. Oh. And do I trust big media? No. They can peddle Can't at this point. Want. But uh, we have some stories. About some weird shit that, uh, you know, not only Disney, but Nickelodeon. To be honest, I don't think I've found anything about Cartoon Network that's too bad. So that's a good, that's a plus. But they've done some weird stuff. I should probably finish my cheese before I keep trying to talk. (laughs) It's making it awkward to talk. I'm curious. Curious if there's anything weird that Nickelodeon has gotten into. I mean, yes. Nickelodeon, uh, Cartoon Network. Wait, so there was one thing I wanted to mention because I, I said it was a thing that Disney did that was fucked up. Uh, so you guys know the like, um, the the urban legend that lemmings, uh, the animal lemmings commit mass suicide just randomly. What is a lemming? Uh, a lemming is like a like a like a like a vole. It's like a rodent that lives in ah, gotcha. and open grasslands, stuff like that. Okay. Um, so there was there was this urban legend that lemmings commit mass suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, and Disney was doing one of its nature documentaries back in the fifties, and they were doing it on lemmings. And they wanted to get some footage of these lemmings committing mass suicide because that was the year legend. But lemmings don't commit mass suicide. That's that's fake. So did they fake it? Yeah, so Disney just started throwing them off cliffs to get the footage they wanted. Just throwing lemmings what off the of fuck? fucking cliffs and filming it. And that, I mean, that just... Pretending like they had jumped off or something? Yeah, yeah. And there's actually footage of this on YouTube. I think you can find it. Um, of their editing and how they did it, but yeah, they just fucking threw all right, guys. lemmings off cliffs. Hold on, that's insane. There we go, Disney lemmings film. Yeah, I gotta see if it actually shows it because it might not. 
I guess the actual full documentary is on YouTube. Oh, gosh. White Wilderness. Let's see if the full... It says here they are eaten by the Arctic fox or thrown off cliffs by Disney employees. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I actually have the video of it here. Uh, actually, I don't know. Should I show this on stream? Disney showed it. Wait, hold and on. They're fam family friendly. Share it to us first. Yeah. So we can vet it and then. Go, yeah, go go to uh go to the timestamp forty. It's probably the best place to start, and then it's just a little bit after that. Okay. okay. Oh no. But it was uh, it released in nineteen fifty eight. Okay, hold on. Uh, this documentary called Said 40. White... Yep. I think it's a little bit after that that they start. It's actually pretty fucking graphic. Now, and the reason, the only reason I was like, like you said, Disney showed it, but this was Disney in the 50s. Disney in the 50s did a lot of shit. <laughs> Where did their faces go? Climb back up. Yeah, it's fucked up. Carl is actually fucking disturbed down there. What the fuck? That's so much worse than I thought. Yeah, literally, because it's like they commit the, the rumors they commit mass suicide. What? I thought it was gonna be like. And this is their last. They make it all dramatic and shit. Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be like an angle looking up at it. They clip, definitely look like all of a sudden pushed. you just see a bunch of them going, going, no, no, you see and you the... don't see oh the my aftermath. God. No, this is. Look at them. They're the getting ground. pushed off. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and show it. I mean, it's not like there, there's no, it's not it's graphic like, in the sense that. It's there's, not like they're splattering down onto rocks right, or anything. They're just, they're just there's hitting and just blunt force trauma or. Cracking necks, some... you know, it's not. They're just falling into water and is, uh, sliding down. Disney in the 1950s, my friends. What the fuck? That's just such a weird. And you, you, you can tell watching this that they... this, this isn't oh, a natural thing that they're doing. No, it's like it's like they literally had a bucket full of lemmings and started dumping them off the cliff. No, dude, it's like they've got a push broom behind them and they're going yeet. Come on, like, get on! Like firecrackers behind their ass. Because you can see the way the the it's that it's framed up. You can see some of them kind of squish from behind before the leap, yeah. and it's like they're getting pushed by something from behind to get pushed off. Yeah, D Disney has done. I mean, and that's just talk about tip of the iceberg. <laughs> With Disney, that's the tip of the iceberg. Which is fucking insane. I'm so surprised comments aren't disabled on this video. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, Disney. Uh, I mean, just the amount of um. I so, cannot imagine being such a freaking like sociopath to be able to do that and be like, "Yeah, this is fine." They're just committing mass suicide. That's what lemmings do. We're just 
That's so, that's so weird. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that there's a problem showing that. I already did it's it. That's so. weird. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay, sorry. <laughs> I was reading uh, something. Uh, so there's a lot of just deaths in general that Disney is responsible for. Uh, inside of their park is where most of them occur. Believe uh, that. Really quickly, I decided to read some of the comments on this video, and the top comment is from a YouTube account, June and Andy Williams. And, of course, it uh, they go on and say that they're 62 and saw it on TV as a little girl. They got traumatized, and then when they found out only a year or so ago, of course, this comment was made 10 years ago, so... Um, when they said they found out that it had been manufactured, they were so angry that Disney had done such a terrible thing, and they signed their comment, <laughs> June Williams, UK, and I just think that's the most adorable thing. <laughs> I love that comment, I want to like that comment, but I, I'm not signed into YouTube right now. Rough. So okay, go ahead. So Disney, I think one of the most famous Disney deaths, uh, and I want to look up her name so I can do her justice, because uh, it's fucked up. Let me go ahead and look it up. Um. Just a moment. I, had, I thought I had it pulled up, but I closed out the tab on accident. Uh, shoot, what's it called? That's what it was called. Oh. I think her name is, yep, Deborah Gale. Deborah, Deborah Stone, Deborah Gale Stone. Uh, so back, um, I gotta get uh, seventy nineteen seventy four is when this happened. Uh, Deborah Gale Stone. Uh, so Disney, there used to be a ride. I don't know if it's still there. Chance, you'll have to tell me. Called America Sings. It didn't if it is there. It's called what? America Sings. Oh yeah, uh, the care. Okay, shut down due to and its animatronics working shipped to Florida. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not there anymore. Okay. So this one is really fucked up. Um. So this America Sings was a repurposed carousel. It was like massive. And they repurposed it to have be a rotating stage. So the mm -hmm. audience would sit in seats. And then the stage would rotate and it would have animatronics like on one stage. And then it would rotate and it would be another set of animatronics singing mm -hmm. songs. And the cast members, what they would do on this ride is they would like come out and announce the show. And then they would close out the show and say, thank you for coming. Have a good day. But, um, so there was a, a cast member, 
Her name was Deborah. She was 18 years old. Um, and she was doing that job of the hostess being the, you know, going out, you know, thanks for coming. This is blah, 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 blah. And then she would go backstage and wait to come out. So during, she introduced the show on her shift, went backstage and, um, I'm trying to find the map of how this place was set up, but from what I understand, it was like, uh, so like there's the, the stage and then there's a gap where like tracks are. And then there's like a storage room in the very middle of the carousel. And that's where, and if the stage was rotating, the walls would be like, you know, rotating. And so it was pretty dangerous. You didn't want to go into that storage room unless the ride was off. But, you know, cast members did it all the time while, those, while it was running just because they were used to it. Well, uh, she was trying to get into that storage room to wait till she could go back out at the end of her shift. Um to you know exit the show and say hey have a good night but she got too close uh to the area between the rotating theater wall and the non-moving stage wall and was kind of caught in there and the show went on and she's caught in here and she starts getting like rolled around like crushed body you know, breaking every bone in her body the entire show. And she's screaming, bloody murder. And the audience said, after the show was over and they found out what happened, they said they heard screaming. The other cast members heard the screaming because it was loud, but they didn't know what it was because they're watching a show. They didn't know if it was part of the show. And they, they're at a theme park. They didn't know if, you know, somebody was being really loud on a ride or something. But it gets to the end of the show and she's obviously deceased because this entire show she's been rolled around being crushed by a wall and a non-moving wall and i can't i don't remember the aftermath i know uh disney paid the family money probably to try and keep them quiet but the family didn't keep quiet but uh yeah that's a pretty that's probably the most famous Disney death story that I know about. Hmm. It's pretty fucked up. And there's a lot more. Um, like, I know there's been a lot of heart attacks. And I know somebody... There used to be a train. I don't know if there's still a train there. But uh, I know a drunk kid was run over by the train in the middle of the night. Uh, when Disney used to do, like, parties. Uh, before we got started, that's that Marcelo Torres that I was talking about. Oh. The train got derailed and he was hit by it and killed. But there's been quite a few deaths at Disney. And uh, quite a few already dead people who have just been dumped at Disney. Not bodies, but ashes. Uh, and we talked about that before. Why is Bethesda coming up? But uh, yeah, they have a the Disney... Janitors have an actual code, I think it's code gray, for when a family member dumps a dead family member's ashes somewhere in the park. And they get called out and they have a vacuum cleaner that's like the the family ashes vacuum cleaner. 
that they <laughs> sweep it up with and they just kind of stay there until they get dumped. I don't know. Why why would you dump your family's ashes at Disney? Because that's a known fact. You know it's just going to get swept up. They're not going to stay at Disney. Yeah, they're going in the garbage. Well, and, and there's a whole, there's like rumors that there's a kid whose mom dumped, dumped his ashes in the Haunted Mansion. And he's like haunting the place, asking for his mommy and stuff like that and crying. Well, I've been there twice. And I can tell you, I heard a kid asking for his mommy. Here's my question, Chance. Hmm. Disney or Universal Studios? See, that's a hard one, right? Because Disney is its own experience and everything. It's all interwoven and inclusive, whatnot. It, it's Disney's Disney. Uh, Universal it, it seems more broad in the things that it has to offer, as far as like, especially gift shops. Like everything at Disney is Disney. Yeah. It's all Disney. Universal, there's a bunch of different stuff you can buy and do and whatnot. Uh, I, but I don't know. Disney's its own crazy experience. Especially if you do it the right way. It's a whole experience. Whereas, like, Universal's going to basically just a bigger version of, like, King's Island or Cedar, Cedar Point or something like that. I feel like Disney is... is getting to the point where it could be like like a like an even better universal because you know they have star wars now marvel you know star wars harry potter those things are disney but they're not disney you know disney owns them so i feel like it's getting to a point where it can be like that and i'll tell you what i rode uh the hagrid's motorbike at disney fantastic i screamed like a little girl yeah i also rode their new star wars rise of the revolution or something something rise of the resistance i think it was called insane it was like magic i i there were parts of it where i was like how the fuck did that just happen i also rode the new uh guardians of the galaxy ride also fantastic um, have you seen the new Star Wars Hotel they recently came out with? Recently, uh, like, no. I think it's it. Cargo, where did she? Las Vegas? What? The new Disney Star Wars Hotel that they opened that's like the big ship. I don't know if it's opened yet. I know they were planning you. construction. Um, but yeah, it was, uh, I forget what I ship it was. Look it up but... now. I dude, I tried looking it up the other day when we talked about it and I couldn't find anything about it online. I'll tell you what, man. The biggest crime Disney's doing is the price they're charging for water. Yeah. yeah. Five dollars for a bottle of water. That that's ludicrous. In a place where you really fucking need water. I found it, girl. Well, Did you really? Yeah. What what is that link, Nick? Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you oh, doing? Well that's the link to BH. I don't like That doesn't seem safe to click on. I click let me click on it myself. That's a whole ass AI code right there. <laughs> no, that, you, I got it. It's the link. 
but yeah, it's you know a what? whole two-day interactive experience where you like choose which side you want to be on. Uh, and you, it, it looks like a Star Cruiser. It's like the a hotel. Halcyon Star Cruiser. Yeah, it looks like a Star Cruiser. And you choose your side and you fight for like the good or the bad. And uh, there's like stormtroopers roaming the halls that you have to like sneak out and dodge. And they have planned activities for you. Uh, but tickets, I think, are like $5,000 a piece. <laughs> yeah. I think Emmeline's dad really wanted to do this. There you go. Like, it looks that's, really that's the ship here. it's modeled after. I'll go ahead and just drag the website over here. So Dude, I'll tell you what, I rode the monorail. That thing's dope. The monorail? Yeah, there's a monorail at, at Disney. It's uh, like a train that's just on a concrete thing. Kind of like a regular train, but instead of having two rails, it's got the it's mono. Just got one rail. Mono rail. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I'm looking at prices on stream right now. I don't Dude, have anything that I can demonstrate it with. It's Disney's like a little, insane. It's like a little tea thing. And then the train sits around it like this, and just goes. Whoo, whoo, whoo. I don't know. It's hard to de hard to describe with just hands. I don't know how Emmeline's dad did it, but he afforded. I, I don't know. This, this is insane, dude. Look at the dining page on this site, though. Dining. It's fucking insane, dude. This looks amazing. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to pay $5,000 for it, but if somebody wants to pay me $5,000 to go here, you know, or if somebody wants to give me $5,000, if somebody wants to pay and take me with them, all right. It looks fucking sick. Not going to lie. Disney's marketing, they got me, they got me good there. Perks of being a very... I don't like to go out in public kind of person. This does not look appealing to me. Really? <laughs> At all. Like, even the fact that it's Star Wars, I'm just like, yeah, no, there's too many people there. Well, I feel like you'd be kind of sitting there, like, trying to get you to do the activities, and you'd just kind of be awkward about it. Right? Like They'd be like, we gotta go hunt for Chewbacca, he's stuck to the ship! And you'll be like, no. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't want to eat my food. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. One point, though, that somebody made that I saw that I kind of agree with, the fact that there's no windows, it's all screens that, like, project space, I feel like would drive me a little bit crazy. I gotta I have like, me a little bit of sky. Yeah. I, I feel like I would go a little bit insane just looking out at fake space. I wonder if that's part of their plan. <laughs> Their grand scheme. That's that's like that's like a good two thirds of the way down the iceberg. Is they're just trying to drive people insane with this, <laughs> not letting them see the outside world. <laughs> Make actual Star Wars Imperial Army by driving people insane. Yeah, dude, they could do it if they really wanted to. I mean, uh, 
if you choose the dark side there, you're basically joining the space Nazis. So you got to be a specific kind of person. <laughs> Man, but the dark side has cooler looking stuff. I mean, you're not wrong. Red but... lightsabers? Come on now. Red's the coolest color. I guess uh, since we're already talking about that hotel, uh, let's talk about the story living at uh, Disney. I hate it. Chance, I don't know if you looked into this at all. The what? Story living. Story living? Um, Disney is building a city. Mm-hmm. Let me pay, take, show you some pictures of their ideas and location. They already chose a location for one of them. Uh, Rancho Mirage, California. I was gonna say, so it's a it's a community thing here. Uh huh. And it's not just like old folks living; it's like like living. It's like the whole thing here. Wow. The Disney Touch. Your whole life is controlled by Disney. I don't like the idea of it. But I don't like the idea of my whole life being themed around Disney. Yeah. Like, I need variety in my life. So, stream, this is the, uh, the, this is the city Disney's working on. Um, and it's, it's, I find it weird that it's not like a resort. It's not like an old folks home. It's a place they're building. It's, it's like a gated community. It's like a Beverly, it's like a Disney themed Beverly Hills. Yeah. Well, and that this isn't the first uh thing like this Disney has done. There's actually a gated community in the Disney um theme park area. This is just a broader yeah. thing. It it it's strange. It's strange the direction that the conglomerate does go. Hey, I'm less concerned about Disney having the idea to do this and, you know, making plans and stuff, and more concerned about the people that would want to live there and actually are obsessed with Disney enough that Disney thought this was a good idea. Oh, Disney adults fucking sometimes well, terrify me. So here's the thing. Are the, like, what what's, what's the deal with this? Is it like Disney's going to basically act as the governing force of this community and that's what i don't know that's i don't fucking know dude that or was, is it like a place where you can live and it's like equal uh equal parts terrifying and joyful well like equal contribution of everyone and equal uh sharing of resources and you know like is is it a trial run for a like a an attempt to mimic a utopian community or something on Disney's part? I don't know. Honestly, it, that's what it seems like from what I'm looking at here. It feels so Black Mirror to me, and I'll bring this back up on stream so if anybody just joined can see it. Uh, we're talking about Disney's like community. That they're uh, building out in the, the the desert in California, and I'll pull back up the uh, pictures here. 
but it's a little it's a little black mirror honestly like does it look sick yeah it looks like a place i could stay for like a week i it just looks like but nothing beyond that yeah it, it just is... you know what it reminds me of oh it's because of it looks like they're trying to make a futuristic community, basically, to show what the world could be. Yeah. Well, it, especially it, if you look at, um, especially if you look at this image. Yeah. Oops. Like yeah. it's, it's very. Anything yeah. like this, or or just like gated communities in general. This is just to the extreme of this. Give me big, uh, normal SpongeBob. Hi, how are you? Vibes. Hey, how are you? How are you? Hey, how are you? You know, it just well, gives me like there's like it's very creative. This part is like the Disney one is, but like an actual gated community is very like houses all have to look like this, which is what the Disney one is. Hey, Ashley, welcome to the podcast. We're talking about fucked uh, all the fucked up shit Disney's done. We're talking about fuck Disney be doing fucked up shit. Uh, you missed the part where we showed the video of the uh, 1958 <laughs> documentary Disney did where they threw a bunch of lemmings off a cliff. So that was pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, my favorite part so far. But it's not just Disney. I think... I think Disney's probably got the creepier shit that is behind the scenes. But the creepiest one out of the scenes, like, in broad daylight, is Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon? What's up with Nickelodeon? They they can't afford to hide stuff as well as Disney can. <laughs> That's well, what's up with Nickelodeon. <laughs> uh, so, there's a there's actually a picture, and I'll send it to you guys as well. Uh, it's the, the Nickelodeon Creep Club. It's uh, just a small amount of the higher-up Personnel at Disney, uh, at Nickelodeon, I mean. Right. And what they've gotten charged with. Because of the type of person I am, the moment you said creep, I thought of like, like the first thing I thought of was the creeper from Scooby-Doo. And then I thought of like, oh, he kind of reminds me of Lurch from the Munsters. And then I was like, oh, that's kind of like the Addams Family. Oh, they're kind of creepy. I like that. And then I remembered, oh, wait, that kind of creep. <laughs> and I was like, never mind. I don't want to be a part of that anymore. <laughs> Ashley said she's been here since the girl that got smashed in the uh, ride. Oh, hell yeah. But she's been clean. So she didn't talk. But yeah, this is the uh, Nickelodeon Creep Club. Um, I know one of these guys was actually like a deacon at his church. Hmm. Um, and he lived right across from an elementary school. Um, Oof. Dan Schneider is the one that, because he has the unconfirmed stuff. Yeah. Hold on. I love how on Dan Schneider they list foot fetishist. Yeah. As like, part yeah. of his creep factor. Like, like, okay. Yeah. Foot fetishes are weird, but like, they're not that weird. They don't I, make you a creep. I mean, putting it next to, like, convicted pedophile. 
Dan Schneider is the one that did like iCarly and stuff, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was he was the and and same and cat. Uh, but to be honest, I think it was um, Jeanette McCurdy hasn't said anything about it. I know Ariana Grande has mentioned that he was a little creepy with the feet stuff, and when he would do interviews for new talent, um. They would all have to do their interview with their shoes off and their their toes out. Hmm. It's okay. That's a little bit extreme as yeah. far as foot finishes go. It, especially since they're all children. So it, it is a little. He's he's pretty creepy. Uh, none of it. I know Ariana Grande was one of the people who was like, "Yeah, he made me." And if you look at Sam and Cat and iCarly, there's a lot of jokes centered centered around their feet being on screen. Yeah, um, I mean, just looking back at on Victorious too. Just looking back and thinking about it, just just a lot of foot centered jokes. And I know yep. he made a lot of tweets during the filming of Sam and Cat about Ariana Grande's feet and Jeanette McCurdy's feet. There's a lot of creepy shit that he's done surrounding feet and children's feet at that. But I still don't think just putting foot fetishist. Next to convicted pedophile, really gives the, the the weight of how creepy he is. Yeah, <laughs> it's so, like it's like the, the I saw a, a picture about like uh, Tupac and uh, Biggie and uh, some other like famous rappers, and they were like, "This guy is a convicted murderer." Uh, Tupac was a convicted rapist, and it got to Biggie, and they were like, "And Biggie was uh, disgustingly overweight." It's like, okay, putting disgustingly overweight next to convicted rapist doesn't really make sense when you're yeah. talking about how bad influenced people are. No. <laughs> and was he really disgustingly overweight? Because, like... If you're a doctor, yeah. I mean, just images I've seen of Biggie, like... He was at least tall enough that he he wasn't, like a blueberry, you know? Like... He wasn't Veruca. What, 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 actually, what's her name? Uh, Violet. 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 Violet Beauregard. You're turning Violet, Violet. Yeah, no, like, he he wasn't, like, a sphere. He was tall and wide, so, like... I want to know how tall he, he was. Didn't, he didn't look... He's 6'2". Are you Googling it now? He was 6'2". He never. I didn't know he was six two. I thought he was actually shorter. Ah, uh, but it I would make sense that they called him Biggie since you know he's six two and he's a little bit. And he big. Shorter, yeah. <laughs> okay, so real quick, just to just to give a little bit of insight into my boy Daniel Schneider. Uh so he worked on iCarly, Zoe 101, Sam and Cat, Victorious, Drake and Josh, Henry Danger, The New iCarly, The Amanda Show, um and a few other things that I don't recognize, so but yeah, some really big name shows from Nickelodeon that he worked on. Yeah, if you think about the most popular live-action Nickelodeon shows, Dan Schneider worked on it. 
pretty much. Pretty much. Well, especially like iCarly and the Amanda show and Drake and Josh. I when I think popular like, Nickelodeon show, I think iCarly, Drake and Josh. Those yeah. are the two biggest, most popular Nickelodeon shows I think of. Mm-hmm. Uh there is one Nickelodeon thing I want to I want to talk about that's not really creepy, but it's kind of sad. Uh Noah Noah Munch, is that his name? The guy who played Gibby. What about yes. him? Noah Monk. Noah Monk. I feel horrible for him. Right. He hated the character of Gibby. Well, really? he, he didn't hate Gibby. He said he liked the experience of playing Gibby. He didn't like the, the effects it had. Because... Outside the show. Yes, it, solidified, it solidified him as the fat kid who was always the butt of the joke. Even though when he... He wasn't that fat to begin with. Yeah. And when he became an adult man, he was nowhere near like like fat kid level of mm-hmm. like uh but he said he remembered, you know, people online calling him the fat kid on the streets, people yelling Gibby at him and telling him to take his shirt off and trying to like take his shirt off of him. Oh. Like he <laughs> yeah, he got harassed hard because of that role. Damn. Um and being just just being the like because he said being the butt of the joke on iCarly made him the butt of the joke in real life. Wow. For a lot of people. People would look at him and he would be the joke. And now I think he makes like emo rap music, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, but I, I think it's he's, he's a pretty talented musical artist too. Uh, I would look into him. But yeah, I feel bad for him. Especially since with a role like that, because after that, he has, I, I think he was on the Goldbergs at one point. But after I call her, there wasn't really much he got into acting wise. He was on the Goldbergs. It says since 2013. So. Uh, Swindle, Nikki Deuce. Like he was on a couple of other Nickelodeon movies. I know Wizard that. of Waverly Place. He was in Bad Teacher. But, Apparently. like, let's look at... Miranda Cosgrove. See what she's been in. I mean, she was... She was doing things before iCarly, like Drake and yeah. Josh, School of Rock. Oh, uh, School of Rock, what a solid movie. So there was things she was in. I know her the most from besides iCarly and Drake and Josh. But there, there's she's been in several other things after that as well. The new iCarly, the adult yeah. one. iCarly Japan, or no, I go to Japan. Uh, minions. Yeah, minions. Well, Despicable Me 1, 2, and 3. Yes. 30, 22. She's done a lot of stuff. Uh, the only one I don't know... She was in the Lilo and Stitch TV series? I don't know what Jeanette McCurdy has done afterwards. Uh, I watched some show on Netflix that Jeanette McCurdy was in recently. It was alright. 
She's doing weird stuff, though. I know she wasn't super, like... I know, because she was a child star, too. A lot of child stars, once they... Because they get, like, forced into it almost by their parents. They don't yeah. keep acting afterwards. But she was in other... She was in Malcolm in the Middle um, for a bit. Between, I, I think oh. is what it was called that I watched. Between's alright. Apparently, according to Google, she was on Law & Order SVU since 1999. Really? <laughs> a- appar- apparently? Um... A few horror movies, I guess. Hollywood Homicide, Eight Bodies. Yeah, Law and Order, apparently. Right. She was dating some a- movie called Pet. Yeah, it looks like a horror movie. Uh, a movie called Little Bitches. In 2018. She was dating a basketball player, right? The hell if I know. I think she was. She wrote a book called I'm Glad My Mom Died. Oh. <laughs> okay. Jeanette McCurdy. Relationships. Jesus. Well, it's like, um, I think the biggest example of childhood stars who just fucking hated it, uh, uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Not Britney Spears. Britney Spears. <laughs> she just, just in the past couple of years, finally got out of her conservatorship and has been celebrating like none other miley cyrus miley cyrus was a big one she's been experimenting with her music honestly Honestly, most of it not bad if i'm honest the biggest i think the most successful child star of late though has to be ariana grande yeah late but do you forget ryan gosling (laughs) I mean, who was who was the one male Disney actor that died? The kid. Oh, that kid. I don't remember his name, but he was in um Fuck, what was his show? Cameron Boyce? Yes, that's his name. Yeah. Okay, hold on. I got to look this up now. He was on uh, Descendants. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah I, I was, remember him. He was in Jesse as well. Yeah. Died at 20. That's... He was okay. in Grown Ups 2. Yeah, I forgot he was the son in Grown Ups 2. Shit. Yeah. Um... According to a statement made by his family, he died in his sleep due to a seizure, which was the result of an ongoing medical condition for which he was being treated. Is that their way of saying he OD'd on cocaine? Unlikely. Um, I know there are some stories of, like... Epilepsy, yeah. People, I know there are some stories of people in L.A. running into, like, Disney actors... And them just being like super high on some kind of weird mm-hmm. out drug. Yeah. Which honestly, it does probably got to be real hard to work for Disney. Oh yeah, I believe it. You 100%. have millions of children looking up to you when you're a big adult. 
Well, Miley Cyrus said that in Hannah Montana, like she did a uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. She had said that she, I think there was at least a few or more episodes of Hannah Montana where she was stoned out of her mind. It's kind of funny. I'm like, that's <laughs> solid. I kind of need to rewatch Hannah Montana. Let's play an episode. Let's play a game where we just watch the entirety of Hannah Montana and try to figure out which episode she's stoned in. I bet we can. Oh, there we well, go. She's stoned. Brian Gosling start uh started on the Mickey Mouse Club. Hmm. There you go. He was a child star. <laughs> Looking at the child stars who kind of fell off. Of course, everybody knows Lindsay Lohan's story. Yeah. What's yeah. his name from uh, Home Alone? Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. He's kind of he's doing he's doing pretty good of late. Though. He's doing a lot better. Oh yeah, he. It's awesome to see how he's improved upon himself. I think the best person to handle child fame is probably like Emma Watson. Yeah. Honest, fin- Emma Watson, or well, I was gonna say Daniel Radcliffe, but he had that weird moment where he yeah he got real weird her. for a bit. For a little while, yeah. Well, Rupert Grant, didn't he just, like... He did some weird stuff, too. I thought he just bought an ice cream truck. And that was the weirdest thing he did. He just did weird He was just like, I'm gonna be an ice cream truck driver. He was in that Ed Sheeran music video. Oh, yeah, he was, wasn't he? Yeah. And that's not that weird, though. That's not as weird as Ed Sheeran showing up in Game of Thrones. That was super. Hold on, what's happening? Wait, was he really in Game of he, Thrones? He was in one scene. He was with a bunch of knights in the woods. He was playing a guitar and singing yes. in the woods. Yes, yes, yes. Like, I remember that. I remember I was, that. I think I think Arya walked up on him and like killed his whole pack of knights. <laughs> but yeah, it, he was just random Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones. Why? I don't know. I guess because the scene called for a knight singing around a campfire in the woods, and they were like, hey. Ed Sheeran. They were like, hey, you can sing. You kind of look medieval. <laughs> Does he? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean. I'm if, thinking of George R.R. R. Martin, whatever that guy says about it. If uh, by. George R.R. Uh, R. Lucas. Medieval, we mean that he looks like he has Lyme disease. Mm-hmm. Does he? <laughs> he just looks like a strange fellow. He just he just looks like a dude. Like he doesn't look like us, cause like okay, think of like average person like us three versus like major music celebrity. They're two different tiers of what people look like. Ed Sheeran just kind of looks like a dude. <laughs> like, That's so weird. He doesn't look like a. He doesn't look like a celebrity. Like, out of all the people you could have picked to just play a guitar, you went with Ed Sheeran. Oh, apparently he was also in The Desolation of Smog. He he sang... I know he sang a song. Yeah, he sang a song, but I don't know that he was... 
In oh, it. I guess I guess it this might be uh this might be showing musical credits as well. Mm. Let me go to his IMDB page. Yeah, he does a lot of movie stuff actually. He just is like oh, weirdly in movies on occasion. He's got ninety two acting credits. Yeah, he's just randomly oh, wait, in music movies. Videos. Music videos, music videos. He was uncredited in Red Notice. I watched that. I don't recall seeing him. Oh, he he was a stormtrooper in The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Apparently, he just does movie stuff for whatever reason. He was in Yesterday as Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Uh, He's just a goofball. He. Played Brendan in The Simpsons. I like that you. I like that you described him as a goofball. He is a goofball, dude. Look at him. By the way, is Game of Thrones any good? I've not seen a single episode of it. Yes, Game of Thrones is very good until you get to last season. First, I was gonna say the first seven seasons. Season eight, you can kind of just pretend didn't happen and finish off the stories how you see fit in your mind. I'll probably watch it all just because. Yeah. Okay, Season yeah, 8, to me, was kind of just the writers being like, we want to end this. So all of the character arcs that have happened so far didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's horrible. It's so bad. I like that we got from Disney to here, though. Right? Well, I'm about to go that's, even more off the, the rails. Of the podcast. Okay. It was at this point that we kind of went off on a tangent about ugly hot celebrities. Um, and since that's pretty far off from the original idea of this episode, I went ahead and cut it out. Um, it will be on patreon.com slash Dogs. You can go and uh, just watch it there and, and maybe laugh along with us. It was a fun time. Uh, but I just thought I'd cut it out of the normal episode. Um, go check it out there. It'll be free. You don't have to pay for it or anything. Uh, hope to see you there. Wait. What did we Man. start? With talking about again? Disney. 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 And how Disney. fucked up it is. Disney. Um, oh, yeah. Because I okay. went to Disney and all yeah. of that fun stuff. Back to that, though. Uh, Nick, you were looking at the Disney iceberg, right? Mm-hmm. And you were talking about how there's icebergs for all kinds of stuff. But for some reason, there's not really an iceberg for Cartoon Network. Oddly enough, is, is the uh, in terms of of big media corporations, uh, Cartoon Network is the most saint like, <laughs> which is crazy. Like, okay, so this this iceberg for Cartoon Network, the things on the very bottom, it's gonna take a million years to send. Um, the things on the bottom are the Ed, Ed and Eddie cul-de-sac are a bunch of dead kids. Which I'm sure you've heard that yeah. theory about the show. Um, Johnny Bravo in Bollywood. I don't know what that's all about. Um, an episode of Adventure Time had a title card that was much more gruesome than the one they used on the show, apparently. And then you see Boston Incident. The Boston Incident was... A group of people going around 
putting up little LED displays of a character from Aqua Teen Hunger Force flipping the bird. <laughs> and uh, let me just read this line, this short segment from Subsequent Panic on the Wikipedia article. On January 31st, 2007, a civilian spotted one of the devices on a stanchion that supports an elevated section of Interstate 93 above Sullivan Station and told a policeman from the Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority of its presence. At 9 a.m., the Boston Police Department bomb squad received a phone call from the MBTA requesting assistance in identifying the device. They responded with what the Boston Globe described as an army of emergency vehicles at the scene, including police cruisers, fire trucks, ambulances, and the Boston Police Department bomb squad. They thought that these devices were IEDs. Mm. Because, uh, let me see... I don't see where it describes what was on it. Um, okay. Similarities included a noticeable power source, a circuit board with exposed wiring, and electrical tape. And because of that, they deemed them as IEDs. Hmm. <laughs> Instead of the very obvious, like, here, let me... Here's a picture of one of the things on a sign. It's very small, but, like, you can see underneath the S in toys. It's the little display that they made. That's what they decided were IEDs. <laughs> because, because they had a noticeable power source... A circuit board with exposed wiring and electrical tape. Um, and that's about as far as the Cartoon Network iceberg goes. <laughs> is Invader Zim Nickelodeon, by the way? No, I think it's... I think it was Cartoon Network, wasn't it? Oh, Nickelodeon. Okay, never mind. I know there was so there was a guy Scott Dileski. Scott Dileski. Um. So this isn't confirmed. It was mentioned. Uh, he was a teenager who was a fan of um. Invader Zim. Uh, and it was said that he was inspired by the episode called Dark Harvest. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, if you guys have seen Invader Zim, uh, it was a pretty gruesome episode, I think, where he goes around and he, like, kills different classmates and harvests oh. their organs to become more human or something like that. Um, oh, boy. But uh, Scott Dileski murdered his neighbor and, like, gutted her and pulled out her insides. Oh. Um so and it was said it's ne he's never said that it was uh inspired by Invader Zim episode. He just said he was a fan of Invader Zim. Uh. 
And I also find it funny that, you know, they call it the goth teen murder, murder trial. They have to point out that he was a fan of Invader Zim and that he was a goth. And goths are dangerous. Of course. Oh, yeah. Okay. So those are the Sorry, I was reading. Nickelodeon. I was reading <laughs> about it. Oh, did we want to talk about the... Because uh, we didn't, on stream, talk about the storyboard. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk... Oh, no. <laughs> Cargill, do you want to go into the storyboard? Yeah, since I've got the site pulled up still. Um, okay, so for a little bit of backstory, I don't know if they still do it, but back in the day, Nickelodeon used to do storyboard jams with their employees. Anything from animators to writers to just generic employees on the grounds like it didn't have to be associated with shows at all um but the storyboard jam is a storyboard uh quoting from the site is a storyboard that is started passed around and added to by different members of the production crew of a cartoon often resulting in rather lewd or offensive depictions hmm. um so this one I I don't think we should show it on stream. No. At all. No. We can just we can just. Describe yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do we want to give them the title and? Well, I mean, there. If if we describe it, they're they're probably gonna look it up anyways. So giving the title won't hurt. Um. So, the one we're talking about now is titled incredible and it it was created around 1998 within the Klasky production crew for Rugrats um the one of the animators for Rugrats Steve Russell uh recounted that the first page of the storyboard consisted of and I quote Angelica being a bitch to Tommy, so Tommy gets her a drink in the kitchen and puts in dog food and Drano, then toddles back to her. So that's a thing. Um, then he, it, it went through some more people and everything, and then he gets it, and by the time it gets to him, it's on the third page of this storyboard. And it says, after being handed the comic, Russell initially pushed it away in disgust before eventually making some additions of his own. Um, the page that he added to depicts... Sorry, I burped. Twice. Um, it depicts Tommy returning to Angelica with the drink, and then... Uh, quoting from the article, Stu arriving home before angrily abusing everyone and making sexual remarks to Angelica while Tommy twitches uncontrollably. uncontrollably. Yeah, and that one is actually, there's a picture for it. There, Yeah, there is an image of that sequence of events. 
That's rough. It did, it did work. Yeah, that's rough. And it does get worse. Um, let's see. Allegedly, some artists were displeased with his additions to the plot, though regardless of their disapproval, he continued the storyboard beginning the next page with, and I quote again, a close-up of Stu's crotch on model, and then a cutaway showing his entire pelvis going to omit omit some... pieces here um and then it says lightning was bouncing around and words appeared saying quote balls of thunder or something to that effect Hmm. so that's rough um in total he in total wrestle ended up adding roughly 12 frames to the storyboard whereas most of the other artists had done just three to four frames each. Um, It was given to other artists to add to, and it got much worse. So, Russell is quoted as saying, I was disgusted even when I saw what had become of the comic, even though he is the dude that kind of... Started it. Yeah, that's weird. Started the whole gross aspect of it. Like, it's, um, it's pretty, pretty fucked up, not gonna lie. Mm hmm. I'm in a moon pastoler. Um, oh, this is interesting. It says, while someone was taking the storyboard to show the production crew of The Wild Thornberries, an executive producer, quote, saw it, was disturbed, and confiscated the jam, and thus it ended, end quote. Hmm. And it's unknown if the missing pages were destroyed or simply locked away. But as of right now, the only page we've that has surfaced is the one described where Tommy brings Angelica the drink and Stu comes in being awful, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. It's, uh, it, huh. There are a lot of fucked up shit. I think Nickelodeon, like we said, is just one of the worst in terms of like shit that they didn't cover up for some reason. Mm-hmm. Well, partially because they don't have the reach and money that Disney does. I'm sure. I mean, Although, if we're entirely honest with ourselves, there is a lost piece of Nickelodeon media that I recommend people go watch, and I think the full movie is on YouTube. But there is a movie that got removed very quickly from airing called Crybaby Lane. Mm-hmm. That was a horror movie made for TV that Nickelodeon released that was so terrifying that parents called in about it so much that they ended up removing it from air. Wow. 
So I do recommend uh, watching Crybaby Lane. They tried to erase it from existence. Hmm. But I think it's on YouTube, the full movie. Not surprising. The film was never aired outside the United States, nor dubbed into other languages. It was not rebroadcast until 2011, and has never received a home media release. Yeah, the whole thing is on YouTube. Holy shit. And it was so scary that, yeah, they they basically tried to erase its existence for a while. Like, they don't mention it that much, because it was a big <laughs> fuck up on their part. Um, And then, of course, you get into, like, Ren and Stimpy. Um, oh my gosh, that the, show. Stimpy was just... Uh, very absolutely fucked, up. fucked and uh not only was the the show fucked the creator of the show was double fucked um what about cow and chicken what was that that was, that was a weird one i think that was nickelodeon is that nickelodeon god what, what the fuck was that booty cheek walking devil man <laughs> i know what you're talking about that oh, dude, I've got I've got to figure out that character's name now. I, I remember him. I remember. Oh, it's it's red literally guy. just red guy. Red okay, guy with, he's got the thick ass cheeks, boy. He do be looking kind of thick though. <laughs> oh, okay. Originally the devil, but he was renamed for reasons that. I don't uh, know. Reasons that oh, I guess he just has several aliases. Mm. I was going to say reasons that only conservative Christians can explain. Fuck off. <laughs> Which, uh, by the way, we, we take my dog on a walk and there's a church by us. And for some reason, when we walk by the church, he's like super interested in it and like pisses on the grass every two steps. Maybe he's trying to protect us from something. Maybe, but no. Uh, the uh, the creator of Ren and Stimpy. Uh, I don't know if you guys know about him, uh, but he had an assistant who I think started with him when she was thirteen. Oh, and he groomed her into adulthood and ended up, I think, marrying her. Uh, so he was really fucked, like one of the more fucked up cases. Hmm. Speaking oh of grooming, God. I think I saw a thing the other day about the the actor who played Flash, and uh, yeah, was he grooming someone or something? There's a lot of allegations of him grooming somebody. That's unfortunate because I really liked him as the Flash. Welcome to Wait, today's what? episode. Uh, the the character who played the Flash. What do you mean? The Injustice uh, League. The guy? Like, wait, like the, the new movies that come out? Sorry, I was yeah. distracted. I was reading about Crybaby Lane. The Jack Snyder, or John Snyder, or whatever. The Snyder. Jack Snyder? Jack Snyder, yeah. Zach. Zach? Yes. Secrets of Dumbledore, Cargo? The Harry Potter? Oh, movie? you're talking about Ezra Miller. Yeah, Ezra Miller. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't. I didn't hear anything about grooming or anything like that. I did hear that they were. They assaulted several people. <laughs> Which is real unfortunate because the Flash movie is supposed to be coming out. Well, and it's funny, they were arrested for assaulting people on multiple occasions and kept all their roles. Whereas Johnny Depp had an op ed written about him and yeah. lost all of his roles. Yeah. And I'm just like, why does this person get to be arrested for assault and keep their roles, but then this person gets an article written about him. And it's not even, it's not even, that's the thing, is it didn't ever even directly mention him by name. It just said that she was in an abusive relationship for several years. Mm -hmm. And he lost all of his roles because of it. And it's just like, okay, cool. Uh, there was a there. Oh, oh, um, redonkulous. Oh, here, let me. Um, I gotta find it now. What game was it? There was a SpongeBob game. Uh, I gotta try and find out which one it is now. Um. Uh, just a moment. So there was a SpongeBob video game. I'm still looking for it. For the PlayStation. I'll uh, say good luck because I had one for the Xbox that I cannot for the life of me find online anywhere. Super Sponge, I believe is what it's called. Something like that. But, um... They're in the game files of the game. Uh, there was very illicit pictures. Hmm. I think of... Uh, yes, there it is. Um, so I, I won't pull it up on stream. Um, Just show it through your glasses. Oh, shoot, you can see it? <laughs> Nothing clearly. I'm sure if you tried real hard, you could probably see something. I'll copy the link. I'll say if you like paused it and stuff, maybe. But... I'll copy the link and send it to you guys. By the way, I was just on this site, so if it looks creepy, it's not. Uh, if you scroll all the way to the bottom, is where it'll be. Uh, these were in the archive oddities. If you scroll all the way down there, that's what was in the game files. Let me know when you see it. Oh, naughty.jpg, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, yeah. Hidden in the game files is like a SpongeBob in a gimp suit with like a whip, some yep. pretty massive high heels. Uh, SpongeBob Patrick. and Patrick doing some things. <laughs> Patrick is absolutely Sandy. pounding Sandy. <laughs> He's having a good old time. 
So it's like, why, why the game creators decided to put that in the game files is beyond me. But yeah, it, it's there. Oh, hold on. <laughs> it says, in the Nickelodeon folder, there's a folder amusingly named New SBSP Like We Care. So, like, these were thrown in there, like, apparently as, like, a who the hell cares, nobody's gonna look at this stuff <laughs> kind of thing. I'm so confused. Wow. Wait. Did you see, Nick, did you see below that, stone back? An image of a Superman cosplayer's face that is also present in the final game, except the eyes and mouth aren't cut out in this version? No. I'm so confused. What does that even mean? Where is that at? It's at the very bottom of that article, below the naughty naughty.jpg. Mine? Oh. There's also the Spongebob shit list. Oh, yeah, I see it. That's weird. Why? 19 kilobytes? <laughs> this is weird, man. Uh, like, Hold on, I'm opening this link. Oh, I, I downloaded it. <laughs> I downloaded the shit list. Hold on. Uh-oh. Also, oh. there's another uh, fun oh. uh, lost. Oh. It doesn't appear to be anything. It's just random string of gibberish characters. Cool. <laughs> Your computer now has a virus. I hope not. Um. Okay, so did you guys ever watch the Angry Beavers? Uh... Barely, but yes. Yeah. So, the Angry Beavers, when it ended, they basically got told on short notice that the mm -hmm. show was being canceled. Which pissed off the voice actors in the studio. Sounds like most. So, they had one episode scheduled left to record. And the the video is on YouTube. You can you can watch it there. Um, uh, it's called the Angry Beavers final episode, high quality audio. Bye bye Beavers. And it's basically just ten minutes, or I guess this is just part of the recording. It would be a thirty minute episode of them just shit talking Nickelodeon and telling a bunch of Nickelodeon NDA secrets, just hoping that it would pass for somehow and get released on air. And I, if, if I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they talked about the whole thing getting animated. Uh, just people listening to it and animating the whole thing, uh, and then it never being released because Nickelodeon would never release something like that. That would have been hilarious if they did release it. They were just like, whatever, it's the final episode. Just put it out there. We don't care. <laughs> we don't give a fuck what it is. And then it turned out. Oh. <laughs> it it was like, oh, this is um this is that thing. But I think uh, 
I vomited. Oh, did you? No. I'm looking at some I mean, more he's got his camera words. on. It doesn't look like he did. Uh, Mr. Krabs has schizophrenia is one of the things in this iceberg on the very bottom. Oh. Oh, another kind of cool piece of uh, Lost Media was actually a lot of their um, shows, their most popular shows that got started. There was a competition. There used to be a competition where you could send in animations um, to Nickelodeon, and they would uh-huh. play your short snippet of your animation. And uh, I I actually think the Fairly Odd Parents got started from that. Um, huh. Like some of the most popular Nickelodeon shows got started from that. Anyways, uh, we've been going for two hours and eight minutes. Um. In conclusion, ugly celebrities are still hot. Um, yeah. Your Disney is bad, but good. Disney is bad, but good. Nickelodeon is bad, but bad, but good. <laughs> and your childhood has probably been slightly ruined by this. Um, oh, also, little. Cartoon Network is just good. Yeah, Car- Cartoon <laughs> Network is the saint of child media corporations. There's, like, nothing wrong with them, apparently. But, uh, thank you guys for watching. We really appreciate it. Um, yeah! We hope you have a good rest of your night. Love you. Bye. Bye.